Friday. Chicago. This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J-Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh, uh-uh. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now, no, no, no. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out. Bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Oh, God. Welcome in to the Captain J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000, and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We've got Charlie. We got Jay Moore. We got you for a three hour ride here on this Friday morning with open phone lines for you. 312-332-ESPN-332-3776 is our telephone number. And Cap, the dominoes are starting to fall at Lake Forest. After we were off the air yesterday, we come to find out that a couple of cornerstones for the Chicago Bears have been released. Eddie Jackson, Bears safety, cut, as well as guard center Cody Whitehair, cut as well. We knew that these um, these moves are going to happen, but you think about first Eddie Jackson. He leaves the Bears with 15 career interceptions, tied for 33rd most in franchise history. His three fumble return scores are tied with Mike Brown for the most in team history. And, of course, Whitehair, he started 118 games. They appeared in 124. He was a second-round draft pick in 2016. And so now Ryan Poles is starting to make some moves here to, to try to get the next, next iteration of the uh, Chicago Bears going. Ooh, and why would Caleb Williams want to be a bear? He'd want to force his way somewhere else, hoodie. Oh, wait a minute. They've got the fourth most cap space before they restructure any deal. Mm-hmm. Almost $70 million. They've got a team that went 5-0 and the last five games at home. They've got a top 10 defense, at least trending in that direction. They've got pick one and pick nine, and they have one of the youngest rosters in the National Football League with the release of the two gentlemen you just mentioned who accorded themselves very well. They're probably two of the best draft picks of the Ryan Pace era. Fourth round, Eddie Jackson became an all-pro. Cody Whitehair, a second rounder, played almost a decade and went to Pro Bowls. Look, the only guy left is Patrick Scales, the long snapper. That's it. Mm Mm-hmm. Young roster, nobody drafted before 2020. Caleb Williams has got to look at that situation and go, hang on a second here. Now, they got D.J. Moore. They're going to add another A-level receiver. I got a really good tight end. They're going to get a center. They're going to get the O-line straightened out, which was trending in the right direction. And that defense, if they add Danielle Hunter to go with Montez Sweat and Jervon Dexter and all these dudes in the middle, Bring it on. Let's go. Well, it's about trying to figure out what the next generation of Bears are going to bring. Remember, this is Ryan Poles trying to mold and shape the team in his image. So I totally understand what's happening here. That These moves are not a surprise because that's a $21 million uh, savings by cutting Jackson and Whitehair. And so, as we talked about during the regular season, Cap, with Whitehair, it's like, okay, he's been with the team for a long time, but it's time for an upgrade. Trying to get younger in that spot. And with Eddie Jackson, uh, can we talk about Eddie Jackson and, and whether or not he really lived up to his billing for the long haul? Injuries here and there, but how would we give him a letter grade here? Maybe a B as a Chicago Bear? B for Bear? For his time here? Oh, I think it's higher than that. A B plus? For Eddie? Mm-hmm. It's- Eddie Jackson, a fourth-round pick coming off a severely broken leg at Alabama, which is why he slipped. Otherwise, he's, you know, a first-round pick. I got to give Eddie Jackson probably an A-. minus. That's That was a hell of a pick to get to all-pro status, Pro Bowls, be part of one of the best defenses we've seen in a long time in this town in 2018. Yeah, Eddie Jackson accorded himself very, very well. But as his injuries piled up, the foot injury kept barking at him and would sideline him. He became expendable at $14 million a year. That's why he's a B plus. That's why. It's just like any other athlete that plays at a high level, Cap. When is the athlete effective? When he's healthy. 
But there's times where he had injuries where he was not available. That's what gives me uh, a, a solid B for his play here. And again, one of the team leaders also, by the way, Eddie Jackson for the time that he was here. But he'll move on, and the Bears will try to get better in that secondary. And that's where we start thinking about Johnson as well, right? Jalen Johnson. We expect him to be able to get paid. He's been talking about it, mm-hmm. and so he's looking for that uh, that extension, that money. Okay, Eddie Jackson play was picked in 2017. Round four, pick 112. So he played 17 through 23 as a Bear. First team All-Pro in 2018. Two-time Pro Bowl, 18 and 19. Mm-hmm. One of the 100 greatest Bears of all time. Total tackles, 459. Forced 10 fumbles. Recovered 6. Deflected 44 passes. Intercepted 15. And scored 6 touchdowns. That is an A-level performance. I'll give him down to A-. For me, down to A- because of the injuries. That dude earned every nickel. Well, if that's the case, then why didn't the Bears give him more money? How come he's not still with the ball club? I mean, he's 30 years of age. If he's an A ball player, would you ever get rid of an A I off your football I didn't say he's team? an A ball player now. He was an A for his career here. Well, then why would you get rid of an A ball player that was one of the great Chicago Bears of all time? I would never do that. We should be trying to see why the Bears did that. We, as a show, should be able to be up in arms that the Bears got rid of an A ball player. No, because he's trending with his health that I got to get younger at that position, and I want that money off the books. Now I'm up to almost $70 million. But his career, 17 to 23, for a fourth-round pick, Ryan Pace, you can take a bow for that one. And for Whitehair. Well, that is true. Because those are the guys that stood out the most, especially for Pace. You can say what you want about Trubisky. You can say what you want about some of the, the, I guess, first and second round guys. But Pace was very good from the middle to the bottom of the draft. That's not really where you want to. You want to make your bones at the top if you can. I always say, Kev, like 60 to 70% of your draft, if those guys are out there and helping you grow as a team, cool. You can't be perfect all throughout the draft. But Pace, for whatever reason, he was very good from the middle to the bottom. Yeah, he was even good in the second round. He had some good play. Cody Whitehair, what was what year was he drafted? Sixteen, I think. Mm-hmm. Cody Whitehair had a really good career. Yeah, a second round pick in twenty sixteen. Yeah, he that, did. He did not miss a start over his first four seasons and went to the Pro Bowl in twenty eighteen. That that, uh, that is another really really solid pick. Mm-hmm. He went uh, second round pick fifty six. Okay. 16 to 23, made the Pro Bowl at 18. He was all rookie in 2016, played 124 games, 118 starts, and he was a good dude in the room. That, dude, that guy absolutely earned his money and was a really good second round pick. It's his time. Ryan Pace yep. is working for the Atlanta Falcons in a support role to the GM, Terry Fontenot. Because he missed on Kevin White, Mitch Trubisky, Leonard Floyd, and he hit on Roquan. That was a good pick. Yeah. It wasn't his decision to move on. So, look, yeah. they need to get younger. They're doing that. They need more salary cap space. They're doing that. This is going to be the summer of the bear. And I don't mean the TV show about Italian beef. <laughs> um, the summer of the bear, you say? They're going to be in the Hall of Fame game, it looks like. they got three bears going in. Mm-hmm. They are one of the three teams that can be forced now to do hard knocks, and there's a lot of speculation they're going to get hard knocks. They are going to go into the season with more optimism than I've had for this team in a long, long time. Summer of the Bear, bring it on. That's the hope, Cap. That's the hope, especially when you have the number one pick again and you have all that money that you have available. Not saying you have to spend every bit of it, but boy, you're optimistic if you're the Chicago Bears saying, okay, if we need to allocate funds through free agency for key players to fill some of these holes in the depth chart, absolutely, let's go, right? If you're the Chicago Bears. Now, here's the thing. We talked about um, the strength of the football team and how much we like the secondary. Mm -hmm. So without Bojack there, without Eddie Jackson, so we're talking about Tyreek Stevenson and Jalen Johnson, who we believe that will be taken care of financially, mm-hmm. along with Kyler Gordon and Brisker. Mm-hmm. And Terrell Smith. Pretty good, man. Pretty, Pretty good. good, kid. Uh-huh. That's, with Terrell Smith there, is he a candidate to move to safety? Maybe. 
You know, there are people going to want to go out there and spend huge money on Legereus Sneed, Antoine Winfield. I don't need two $20 million guys in my defensive backfield. I don't. I don't. So figure out the free safety spot and add to your pass rush, add to your interior, and get an A-level receiver. Yes. Let's go. I, I love what they what the Bears have in the secondary, but you do wonder about like that. How do you replace that voice? What do you ever think of Eddie Jackson, who's had injuries? Yes, he did play at a high level for the Bears, but I wonder about how you replace that type of voice, that kind of personality in the locker room. Same thing with White here too, a respected veteran in there. Can you imagine? Maybe it's a fever dream. Was there a time cap? Is it is my memory fading? That there was a time where the Bears said, "No, you can sit down, Cody Whitehair. We prefer Lucas Patrick." That happened, did it not? It did. did it? <laughs> I mean, and I think Cap. Ryan hasn't <laughs> ever spoken on the record about it. I mean, but I truly believe Ryan would say to you, "Okay, the center problem, center issue was a problem this year, and that's his fault. That's Ryan's fault." Yeah. No one else. They thought Cody Whitehair could move back to center. Cody Whitehair was a failure at center under Nagy yeah. as well as under Fox. They went, he's better at guard. Why would you think it would work the third time? All right. Plus, his body is you know, breaking down. He get, gets hurt. Yeah. But we said at the time, is, did anyone watch film up there? You realize that maybe that doesn't work? They figured they could make it work. See? What you coaches always do. We can make it work. We'll work with them. Let's, let's just work with them. You know, I know that it failed before the previous year, but yeah, but it's us now. All right, let's take a look. And it didn't work again. Right. And so <laughs> they'll go get a yeah. veteran center, someone who he's tough, he's hard-nosed, he plays through injury, and he can recognize what front is being brought up. He'll be able to make all the calls and help a rookie quarterback, which is what we think is going to happen. I want him up there now, Cap. I want them snapping in the 30-degree weather right now. Let's go. I want a clown car of centers up there to try They're to get it on done. Vacation. I don't care. I want them up there now. I'm excited. I want, I want this to be right. I told you. And that Danny, get Maggie Sketch and everybody up in marketing and promotions, Travis and Sonny and Bailey and all of them. Mm-hmm. Summer of the Bear. Summer of the Bear. That's it. Yeah. I can see it. Summer of the Bear, right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. Right over our shoulders, more Bears talk. Yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable to me. People think we're kidding about this, right? It's not just us. Every day they do a half hour on Get Up, the national show, every day. The topic? What would be fair trade compensation for Justin Fields? Should the Bears move on? Yes. Who's the best landing spot? Has he proven himself as a starter again in the National Football League? Right. That's, that's today. And then right underneath it, zero playoff wins, 10 and 27 <laughs> or whatever he is. Yes, correct. And the, the next second, they'll go, when we come back, we talk about Caleb Williams. I mean, Just, it's unbelievable. I mean, this is what happens when you have the number one pick. Everyone's looking at you. I think the national shows also see the sum of the bear, too. They realize there's a lot there. A lot there. And I think that there's many that are optimistic about the future. When you have this much space, when you have this much clarity of the direction that you're going in, I think many people said, look out, here comes a team that could be a perennial playoff team at some point. If I was running, if I was Jimmy Pitaro, uh, excuse me, can you get Mina Kimes on the phone, please? Mm -hmm. Mina, I need you to move to Chicago for the next year at least. Pack your gear. We pay you well. Get to Chicago. Rent a nice apartment. We'll take care of it. It's the summer of the bear. (laughs) So we're going to get your thoughts about your trust factor. And uh, Ryan Poles, the general manager for the Chicago Bears, when this story came out, what was your initial reaction? White here in Jackson, no longer with the Chicago Bears. 312-332-3776, our phone number. Also still to come, a conversation that Cap had, and we're going to settle it here. Uh, about about the greatest of all time. Goat is used a lot, but Cap is going to settle an argument that he had the other day about the greatest of all time. We'll talk about it coming up this hour. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday morning, 7 to 10. Welcome back to Cap and Jay Hood Experience. Weekdays from 7 to 10 on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. The Cap'n J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Do not forget 
to subscribe to our YouTube as well, youtube.com. Look for ESPN Chicago on the YouTube. Hit that bell. That way you miss nothing as far as the shows are concerned. Of course, also the extra content. It's on our YouTube. Look for ESPN Chicago on YouTube. Glad to have you in here on this Friday. Hoping that you have a great weekend as we talk to you about the Bears. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Eddie Jackson and Cody Whitehair both cut by the Chicago Bears. That's about a $21 million savings. And again, two leaders off the football team now. And you just know... Cap, because of where we are in 2024, things don't always stay the same. You're always trying to get younger in those spots, and the Bears did that yesterday with those cuts. I wonder, by the way, is there anything else that the Bears will look at to be able to cut? What do you think? There's not a lot of meat left on that bone. There isn't in terms of big contract guys. Mm -hmm. There aren't. Can you restructure um, Terrell Edmonds? Can you restructure T.J. Edwards? I don't know. How can you structure the Jalen Johnson to be as cap-friendly as possible? But who else do you really have that's on a huge deal? Maybe you can get Nate Davis to restructure a little bit. Yes. But who else nice. do you have? I think that's it because you're so young in so many other spots. D.J. Moore might be able to be a restructure guy. Yes. So you are in a pretty good position Around seventy million, two first round picks, and if you do indeed move on from Justin, five year rookie deal for the next quarterback, whoever that may be, you're in a really good spot here. Oh, I have someone that you can cut, Cap. Not necessarily for major savings, but someone that uh, someone that you found over the last twenty four hours that maybe the Bears should consider. Oh, I wouldn't cut him. He was just being honest. Equinemius St. Brown. Now, there's no. He made a million dollars. I think he signed a, a million dollar deal. Good blocker, not a great receiver, but he does a podcast. Uh-huh. The Brown Brothers podcast. He, uh-huh. Amon Ra, who's keeping his hair Honolulu blue, <laughs> which is super cool. And I think DJ Moore was their guest. Yes. Here's a clip. My buddy Phil sent me this clip. He goes, dude, you got to hear this. What, what can Brown do for you? That's it. The Brown Brothers, along with DJ Moore. Just listen very closely to the conversation and the context. Hmm? I, I got to ask you guys. Why are you guys throwing the ball? I want to know so bad. That's yeah, a, yeah, Amon Ra. Yeah, Amon Ra asking how he, come EQ doesn't get the ball. Asking him and DJ Moore. Yeah, well, yeah. why is this? I, I got to ask you guys. Why are you guys throwing the ball? I want to know so bad. He's like, he's so cold to me. I'm like, you guys don't even use him. Bro, you're asking the wrong person then. What? You're asking the wrong two people. Bro, you guys are in the room. Like, does he not we, stay we, we all just do our jobs. And then when you do throw it, it'd be, it'd be so, like, he just misses him. I just feel so bad for him. Like, he was open. He'd be open so many times. Just When he is, it's missed. But when we throw it to two, it'd be on point. Like, perfect. Damn. It's crazy. <laughs> yes, it'd be perfect to you. The moon would be wide open. Even, like, the Hail Mary versus the... The Browns, I'm like, damn. Yeah, that's a heart. That's a heartbreaker play. I was like, I'm like Mooney. He gonna get paid though. He's cool. Okay. So he was mostly referring to why don't you throw the ball to Mooney, and that when you do throw the ball to Mooney, the guy misses him. But he's on point with DJ Moore. Yes. What with Moore on the same show? Mm-hmm. When you throw it to two, meaning DJ Moore is on point, but anyone else. Not so much. Right. You didn't hear the, you didn't hear DJ Moore go, dude, he's the best quarterback ever. You didn't hear any of that. You hear the awkward silence in there. You could drive a pace bus through that. Right. DJ started kind of chuckling. And then I, I, one of them said, look, we just worked there. <laughs> We're not the guy you should ask. That's just a meaning. Yes, Justin. That's a that's a tough ass question by Amon St. Brown, and you know exactly what he's doing because you know that EQ and Amon are having a lot of conversations about, hey man, I'm on the field, I'm running routes, and this guy can't give me the football. Hey man, I'm doing exactly what they asked me to do. Yes, I'm blocking the best I can, but I mean, I know I can catch the football, and this guy can't find me. Right, and you that, know that's the conversation at the that table, is right? Mostly about Mooney, that clip. Yeah, not so much about e- EQ was hosting with his brother. It's fine, but I mean, and listening to it and then watching the facial expressions, I showed them to you. Yeah. Where they're kind of chuckling. We're not the guys you should be asking, man. I mean, 
And the quote that really stood out to me at the Super Bowl, there was an interview with DJ Moore. And he said, I've been clear. I love playing with Justin, blah, blah, blah. Well, what if he's not there? I'm still going to be happy. Like, he didn't say that would really, really suck and it's going to tear our room. No, we didn't hear any of that. If you're DJ Moore, of course you're good with Justin Fields. He gets you the ball. More uh-huh. times than not, he's giving you the ball exactly. And again, it wasn't always like that when he first got here, especially early. Right. But when they got acclimated with one another, yeah, one plus two equals six. Correct. When they got acclimated, it was fantastic. So DJ Moore does not have a beef with Justin Fields. These other guys, though, especially Darnell Mooney, it's a contract year. I'd be gritting my teeth. I'd be talking to him in, in the weight room separately. Bro, you're messing with the bag now. What are you doing? It's like I'm wide open, and you're throwing it five yards over my head. You're throwing it at my kneecaps. Man, please. Give me the football. Please, Jay Moore. <laughs> Give me the ball, please. Uh, I need the money. <laughs> please. Seriously. Come on, Stevie. <laughs> I mean, Don't you see me? <laughs> I mean, honest to God. <laughs> I just see DJ Moore. I don't see anybody else as he sway as Justin sways his head side to side. Stevie Wonder. Like he's on the, like on the piano. <laughs> I don't see anybody. I just called I mean, to say <laughs> I missed you. I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> I just called. Who's a I don't, I, I, don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, seriously, Cap. I mean, if you're Mar- Mooney, like, hey, man. Give me I might, football. I might not be here next year. Like, right. Can I get I'm some, a free agent. Like, I'm open. You just don't see me. And this is where it comes to Cap and his all 22. When Cap would circle for me, even though he doesn't have the, the, uh, the ability to do that with his finger, showing me here's how open Mooney is. And here's how he does not get the football. Right. But you, but you you check it down underneath, but you can't find an open receiver. Correct. Horrible. And I told you when I talked to Tommy and I talked to Olin one night on our show, I said, okay, Tyler Scott's got to catch the ball on that deep pass against Detroit. Mm-hmm. And Olin said, there's the right read and there's the correct read. He said, sure, that's the right read. He's open. He's a fourth-round rookie. That's a tough ask. And guess what? The correct read is right there. DJ Moore, he makes $21 million a year for a reason, because he's a beast. Yeah. And they didn't throw it to him. That's the things that got to get fixed. 312-332-3776. Summer of the Bear. Here we go. is our telephone number. New Linux. And Kevin's on ESP 1000. Kevin, good morning. Hey, how you guys doing? What's up, Kevin? How are you, Sparky? I'm doing great, Cap. Thanks for asking. Hey, how's it going, Jay Hood? You're good, buddy. Um, I just wanted to, uh, you know, talk about Eddie Jackson's career a little bit. Yep. Um, Cap, you're right. If you just look at it as a fourth round pick um, that Ryan Pace took a flyer on, and look at his career numbers, I mean that's definitely an A. You'll take that any any time. Any time a fourth round pick puts out those type of numbers. Um, He's from Alabama. I mean, that that wasn't some from some D two college. You knew he was going to be fantastic. He's from Alabama. That's the top shelf. They didn't even know if he was going to be able to be healthy to play. He's from Alabama. He'd find a way. Stop. He was from Bama. That's what makes it complicated. You know, I was a big fan of his coming out of Bama. Um, The big pivotal point in his career to me is in the 2018 game when he intercepted the ball against the Packers. Uh, I was at that game, but by not by not taking a knee. Um, and then getting injured on that play, he intercepted the ball in the end zone. If he takes a knee and we have Eddie in that game against Philly, it probably doesn't come down to a field goal or a double doink. Um, mm-hmm. He was that impactful of a player. He really was. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is, is that when I kind of the shift on him, is when he's supposed to be the veteran leader of that defense, when he's supposed to be preaching Chicago Bears football in the locker room, what did he say that one off season that he's supposed to be a ball hawk and not focus on tackling, and was even kind of saying that to younger players if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that's you got to be both, and you got to be preaching both as a, a veteran leader of the Chicago Bears defense. And the the one other point I'll leave you guys with, and then I'll hang up, is that uh, how many how many of Eddie Jackson? I'd like to know if you guys can look it up. How many of his tackles were solo tackles? Because 400-something tackles is incredible. It is. But when it really came down to come down and stuff in the run, especially in the, in the red zone, how many times did we see Eddie do that? 
So I love Eddie. Thanks for thanks for the great years as a Bear. But, you know, we, at, at this point, we just couldn't pay him that money. Poles made the right decision. His career, so. he had 355 solo tackles. Kevin. So there you have it. There you go. 355 of 459 tackles. Charlie? Don't you think that's the kind of safeties that Kevin is talking about, the guys who patrol the middle of the field and, you know, just lower the shoulder, the Ronnie Lots? I was talking about this with Waddle and Connor yesterday. Those guys don't exist as much anymore because they can't exist. Like, they don't have those tone-setting safeties well, so much Br- anymore Brisker just because of the rules. Who's that? Brisker. I would say, but not to the extent of the guys in the 2000s. He no, does because do the rules are different. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that, that's what I'm saying. Like, the box safeties, I think, look and play a lot different than they did a few years ago. They play more like a linebacker. But I remember Joe Theismann on this station when I first got here talking about Joe Washington, the running back, yeah. going over the middle and early in the game against the Bears in 84. Mm-hmm. And he said he just got destroyed. He got his head taken off. He said late in the game. It was close. Remember the Bears won at Washington in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Yep. He said, okay, third and whatever it was, we got to get a first down. Joe, stick your nose in over the middle. I'll get you the football. He goes, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Those defensive backs are madmen. He goes, uh, um, Gary Fensick. And Todd Bell and those, he's like, I ain't going anywhere near those dudes. He goes, I went somewhere else. It was incomplete. We lost. (laughs) Game's not like that anymore. Wow. 312-332-3776 is our telephone number. Um, Cap, you had this conversation about uh, the greats of all time. We'll get to that and have you weigh in on the Cap and J-Hood Morning Show. Checkmate 1-6, so suppression on target. That's why I see him in the shot. Shot or no shot with Captain J. Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. That's why I see him in the shot. Good morning and welcome in to the Captain J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000. And we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. Now time for Shot or No Shot. And it's brought to you by the fine folks over at ESPN (laughs) You're unbelievable. (laughs) ESPN Bet. New users get $100 in free bets. Uh Sign up, log on, and win at ESPN Bet. And by the way, just letting you know, hey, Danny, boss man, the UIC baseball season opens today. They're in Corpus Christi, Texas. They're going to go to 1-0 because they're playing Kansas. Layup. They will beat the Jayhawks' ass today. Oh, Damn. A three o'clocker. I will, I will not be there, by the way. I'm just going to just let you know. I won't be traveling. Correct. To Corpus Christi for that. But taking on uh, Rock Chalk Jayhawks, outstanding. Rock Chalk Jayhawk, go UIC. <laughs> Here's Charlie Bevins. Charlie? Good morning, boys. How are we doing? I guess we're watching a little Flames baseball later, taking on the Jayhawks. <laughs> That's just ridiculous. Cap what just, you got going on on Friday night? <laughs> Cap is just taking, taking a, a flamethrower to Danny because of the text chain right here, back and forth. Yeah, a little just, ridiculous. Just going back and forth. It was just unbelievable. Charlie, we're going to have a good weekend, and we're going to talk a little bit later on about how we're going to be able to handle this weekend without football. Uh, that's going to be difficult for many people. They're, it's going to be like, you know, hey, man, can I get a football? That's like itchy, like scratching. It's going to be itchy, Larry. People are just going to be like, What's, what do we do without football? It's going to be just not cold enough to maybe go to the driving range, but even that, I'm just going to be... <laughs> Yeah. I'm just not going to be super thrilled with not having any football on. I, it, it's such a weird adjustment every year. No college, surprise, no pro. They're, they're, you get out of here, Smokey. He doesn't care about football. Yeah, th- things have to be going really crazy for me to be like, all right, I got, uh, got the Genesis Invitational on. I'm locked I mean, in until 4 o'clock. I'll be watching. I mean, you got to figure it out, man. So, all right, let's take a look at this edition of Shot or No Shot. All right, boys. The Bears said goodbye to two longtime veterans, as we talked about this morning, Cody Whitehair and Eddie Jackson. That the move is. saves them around... $21.5 It also just so happens that the league's highest-paid corner, Jair Alexander, makes $21 million. So, shot or no shot, a Jalen Johnson extension is now imminent. Uh, I'm not going to say imminent, but it will get done. Mm. As Paul said, he's going nowhere. He'll be back. He's young. He's vibrant. 
He's good in a room, and he's a hell of a football player. He'll be here. You believe so? Yes. So that is a shot. But to $21 million, though, again, you already have a savings here with Jackson and White here. You're good paying him that, Alexander? I'm just asking, the money. You mean Johnson? Johnson. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm good with paying. Whatever I got to pay, I got to pay. As long as it's market value. If he wants $30 million, bye-bye. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what's going to happen. He'll get a, it'll get done. All right, Charlie. All right, even though he is now a cap casualty, we'll always have that 2018 season for Eddie Jackson. Oh, and by the way, uh, I looked at this uh, Pro Bowl picture mm-hmm. from 2018. Talk about a poorly aged picture. It's Mitch Trubisky, Charles Leonard Jr., Akeem Hicks, Tariq Cohen, Kyle Fuller, and Eddie Jackson. Wow. Uh, Think about that. What about a year that, that was. Man, maybe Nagy wasn't so bad. <laughs> Anyways. Dude, he took that team to 12 wins with that roster. What's that quarterback? A lot of smoke and mirrors to get there, though, offensively. Like, like our Santa caller, who yep. was the guy that just called? We told him to call back. James from the South James Side. James from the South Side. Go pull up the numbers of Mitchell Trubisky as a bear against Justin Fields. Neither one had great rosters. Right. Mitch had that one year of the defense. Mitch's quarterback numbers, way better than Justin's. I'm just telling you. Charlie? So, Take even that. though he was on the team for six years, uh, he emerged as a locker room leader. Again, we talked about that 2018 team. We sort of assigned letter grades at the start of the show. But shot or no shot, Eddie Jackson is definitively Ryan Pace's draft, best draft pick. Hmm. Eddie Jackson, best draft pick? That's a shot. Absolutely a shot. Mooney, a good pick. Yep. Whitehair, a really good pick. I'd have to go back and look. Um... It kind of comes Kevin down to Jenkins, him and Jalen Johnson. Really good right? pick. Jalen Johnson, really good pick. Jalen has to keep producing. Eddie Jackson's in that discussion for sure. Think about it. Okay. So we know the bust. Right? We know it's, it starts with Kevin White being the worst with the, the first round, uh, number seven pick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Eddie Goldman. Big oh, Eddie Goldman guy over here. Ronis Grasso. Jeremy Langford, Adrian Amos, who still is he still in the league cap? Amos, the safety. Adrian Amos, I believe, is still, still in the, the roster. I want to say he? he was on the Jets last year. I think he was. Leonard Floyd did not work out here. Okay, Cody White here. We just talked about Jonathan Bullard from Florida. Um, remember, remember uh, Nick Kwiatkowski. Adrian's on the Texans. Okay, remember Kwiatkowski. Yep. I thought he was going to be really good, man. I was wrong. And he went to Vegas. Fourth-round pick. I thought he was going to be a, the man. I yep. enjoyed him. Mm-hmm. Um, you scroll down, man, and you look at these. I mean, I think that that is a shot. You think about everyone else. Eddie Jackson, Roquan Smith. That's an outstanding Do, pick. Does he count, though, because his best years were away from the Bears? I don't know that he made an all-pro team when he was here, did he? I think it was just the Ravens. Uh, David Montgomery on that in that team photo, who I liked a lot. Another excellent pick, third rounder. You need to look up look it up, Carm. I'm not sure what year that was. <laughs> look it up. Guys, was, was it 17? Was it 18? Was it 17? Was it 18? I don't know. You look it up, guys. Look it up. Back up. I, I remember. So I remember every. <laughs> I remember everything in my life based on what apartment I was living in at that time. And the apartment I was living in when that draft happened was my 2018 apartment. That's how I remember he was drafted in 18. And that, and that helps to show how. I answered the when he was drafted. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, so, so as, as Charlie mentioned, it's either Jalen Johnson or Eddie Jackson. But, but, Roquan, Jenkins. but Roquan, though. Come on, man. It's hard for me to count a guy who's not on the team anymore. Well, that's not Pace's got traded fault. Away. He was gone. I mean... Roquan's only twenty six years of age. It'll be twenty seven April eighth. So that's a so that's a no shot then. That I'm going with. There's still more with, for to give with Jalen Johnson. We saw we've seen some great flashes and some great plays, right? But there's going to be more from Jalen Johnson. I'm sure. Okay, Roquan made All Pro in 2020 and 2021. So those were both pace years. That was the last year of pace. So that's. That's the answer is a no shot. Then he went to the Pro Bowl twice, twenty two and twenty three. Those are with polls. He made All Rookie Team in twenty eighteen. 
So Jay, Jay Moore, you've got the mat. Jay Moore's got the massive square garden mic, by the way. He pulls it from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And it brings it. It brings it down. It's they like, lower it down. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, go ahead. What were you saying? No, I was uh, agreeing. Yeah, because he did lead the uh, team in tackles a couple years. That's a no shot then. Yeah, and that's a, that's not a shot at Eddie Jackson. I'm just saying that impactful plays. I think Roquan Smith's right there. I think Johnson's right there. Agreed. Those, like he has a handful: Tevin Jenkins, yes. Cody Whitehair, Eddie Jackson, Roquan Smith, like Montgomery, Montgomery, yeah. and Jalen Johnson. Those are his six best, I think. Cole Komet. That's a good one too. Seven. Roquan Smith did become Jervon Dexter Senior and Noah Sewell. If that counts well, for anything, yeah, yeah. But those are seven really good draft picks. Unfortunately, four top tens and no one's still here is why he works in Atlanta now. Honorable mention to Khalil Herbert because that was a six-round pick, and he's still here. Still here from the 2021 draft. There you go. He's on the roster. Mm -hmm. All right, Charlie. All right, Rob Manfred announced that he will step down after the 2028 season. Thank goodness. In the same press conference, he also hinted at a desire for a free agent signing period. This would make baseball free agency more of an entertainment product like the NBA and the NFL has and would prevent, prevent situations like the Boris Four that we have. Shot or no shot, baseball needs a free agency signing period. That's a shot. Well, don't talk about it. Just do it. Right, Charlie? Like, it, it's a nice concept, but I mean, again, you want to catch up with the other teams. You will never catch the NFL. But why can't you be able to be along the same lines with the NBA? Kevin, I just talked about it the other day. As far as the NBA is concerned, if you're not into the regular season like I am, if you're not into the playoffs like I am, people are so into the free agency and the conjecture of the free agency and the draft. People are into you know, like uh, the freedom of movement in the NBA, where all of a sudden you have a star and all of a sudden he ends up at another team because he forces his way out. Mm-hmm. People are into that. So, so don't talk about it, Manfred. Just do it. A free agency period that everyone can be a part of and feel like, hey, man, I'm really feeling this for my team. Yeah, that's what makes the NFL go round and round. As soon as 11.59.59 hits and it's free agency period, bam, all the speculation starts. Yeah. But that, would, that put a smile on my face when I saw that yesterday, Cap. No more Manfred. He's calling his own shot. 29, you said, right? Yes. Thank God. Done. Out. Theo, rolling in. So that's what I was going to ask. That was my next question. Is, that, is, is Theo marking that date? I don't know. I mean, he's involved in ownership now. He's made more money than he's ever going to need, so it's not about the money. So five years with this Boston sports group that, mm-hmm. you, were, that you were we were talking about the other day. Mm-hmm. Five years of that, and then right into the commissioner's chair. Yeah. Perfect. That's, that, seems, that seems feasible to me. Let's do it. New ideas, fresh ideas from Epstein as the, the commissioner. I have no problem with that because that's not just some dude. That's a guy that's worked in every bit of baseball, understands the backwards and forth, knows the owners and all that. I think that'd be great. What about you? I, I think he'd be a magnificent hire. Magnificent. Imagine the access you'd get, Cap, of the commissioner. Isn't there so much more credibility if you amazing. hire someone like Theo for your sport? Nobody who knew who Manfred was when he became commissioner. Everybody knows who Theo is that follows baseball. And he's a baseball guy. Rob Manfred's a numbers guy. Manfred doesn't care about the sport. Not, not as much as he should. What did he call it? A piece of metal? Correct. Is that what he called the World Series trophy? That's correct. See? Bad. That's such a bad fall off even from Bud Selig. That's such a bad follow-up. Whatever you think Bu- of Selig, Selig cared. Was a baseball guy. Yeah, cared of, cares a good, about the sport. Good dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a fall-off to have that businessman in there. It's, it's just, I want someone who cares about the sport and the future for the sport, and I think Epstein's that guy. Him or either Kenny Williams. All right, Charlie. All right, last one. A Bulls fan on Twitter appears to have started a GoFundMe. <laughs> That was good. <laughs> to raise $50.5 million to buy out Nikola Vucevic's contract. Shot or no shot? We can get enough Bulls fans to donate $25 to get out of this thing. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Like, he's the problem. Vooch, he's not the problem. Donate any money to get him off the team, Charlie? That's what you're telling us, right? That's what this Twitter account's telling us. Well, Vucevic isn't a problem. <laughs> he doesn't even make max money. I give you 10 things. No, I give you 15 things that's wrong with the Bulls, and I won't even get to Vucevic. 
Correct. Honest to God. Like that, <laughs> seriously, I could give you a list of 15 things that's wrong with this organization. Well, Vucevich is not even there. Arturis, one. Yes. Arturis, two. Yeah. Arturis, three. Eversley, four. <laughs> Arturis, five. Eversley, six. Michael Reinsdorf, seven. Yep. Uh, let's see. Zach Levine, eight, nine, ten. Mm-hmm. Lack of perimeter shooting, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Yep. Yep. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Continuity. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, that's, there's so many other things that's wrong with this team. And the, the settlers, though, there, that's where we need to be. Hey, Mark, right there, that land says Chicago. 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 That's it. That's where we're going to be. They Brooklyn. actually say Chicago if you live there. Uh, those people. Anyway, here we are. We're going to settle there. Set up our land. Get the lantern out. That's what we're going to do. And we are going to take over the city. And I do nothing. We're going to have our lo- our numbers and our, our letters on our uniforms going to be red and black and white. People will be able to see us. And then fanatics will start making them and ruin them. <laughs> <laughs> Why is our uniforms green and white now? We started off red. (laughs) We're going to sit here and we're going to sit. We're going to eat and we're going to hunt and do nothing. Because we're the settlers. We're going to bring people in our tribe like Zach Levine and Vucevic. Kobe White with the wild hair. Yes, sir. We're going to bring a businessman in, a good man like Billy Donovan. He's going to have 18 coaches on his bench. <laughs> and we're going to have people from far and wide to come see us. We're going to perform, and we're going to sit and squat and do nothing. We're going to fart, and we're going to eat, and we're going to bring a mascot. His name's going to be Benny. We'll put him in a little bull uniform, and he's going to say, Ole, Ole, Ole. Give me a big old bag of popcorn. And we're going to sit there, and we're going to do nothing, Mark. Can you imagine that? We're going to take it over. We're the settlers. We don't do anything. We sit, and we stare, and we watch the world go by. Because we're the settlers. Right here. Monday nights on the CW. <laughs> the best. Around the NFL is right around the corner. Captain Jay Hood. Right here. On Chicago's home for sports. Ha-ha! Good morning. Glad you're along for the Cap and J-Hood experience. We're here weekdays from 7 to 10 on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN. Hello. Chicago. Nick Foles sucks. He sucks. I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. I love the Green Bay Packers. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I want winners. He starts to come and he pulls out. This is a really thickly built guy. I mean, what's the answer you're looking for on these things here? It's time to go around the National Football League here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. But to remind you, we'll hear from Courtney Cronin, who covers the Bears. Like a blanket for ESPN, she'll join us coming up in our next segment at 8.35. Baseball conversation with Jesse Rogers at 9.18 from where pitchers and catchers have already reported. Ah, spring training. That's it, baby. Bring uh, it on. Just for, make us feel a little warmer. We'll hear from Jesse at 9.18. Around the NFL, here's Charlie Bevins. All right, boys. The Ringer uh, wrote an article about the quarterback market and how frequently it's been reset lately they listed five guys who could potentially reset the market this offseason who who whose contract allows them to do such they listed trevor lawrence dak prescott jared goff jordan love to a tongue of iloa of those five who are you most worried about giving about resetting the quarterback market with okay Tua, go give me the names again Tua, Tua, jordan love, love. jared goff, goff dak and trevor lawrence hmm. probably dak he led the league in Yards and passing touch, uh, throwing touchdowns, right? Yes. How much more for mediocrity? I know that's the going rate. You can't fight that cap, but my God. I'm not even necessarily blaming him. I'm just saying that when he takes the field, 
I expect for the Dallas Cowboys to be fantastic in the regular season. But what happens in the playoffs? You ultimately play, play, you know, you're really paying Dak Prescott for regular season play. You're paying him actually to be able to get through the playoffs. We just haven't seen that yet. When is that going to happen for him? When? Next year. Don't put a ticket on them again. I double, haven't yet. You're going to double, not yet. No, you're not allowed. Last year, they put a hole in your pocket, that ticket. No, it's not happening. Sorry. How many times do you got to touch the stove? <laughs> I might have to burn my fingers Why? one more time. Why? They got a lot of talent. Okay, same same old song from last year. Second verse, same as the first. No Dan Quinn this year either. Come on, Cap. No, not again. If you hey, if you miss out, God bless them, right? But don't keep spending good money after bad on the Dallas Cowboys. Could golf reset the market? No. He'll get a great contract. I'm not saying that. But reset the market? No. Jordan Love? No, because this will be his first big deal. How much could he get? I'd do it. Well, I think Jordan, he's got one more year at very small money for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And then I think he gets $40 million a year. That's what, that's what, I mean, I know that sounds crazy. He's not getting to 50 I don't think. Right. I think it's 40 If he doesn't sign this offseason and he balls out this year, I think he might get to 50 Oh, if he balls out this year, that's a different story. I'm talking if they sign him this summer, which I think they'll, they'll be smart to do. If they I, truly believe in him, they'll get it done this summer. Maybe, maybe I'm too traumatized by these Packers quarterbacks, but like I, I'd hand him $43 million tomorrow. Well, Charlie, let's do I this. I think they would. Let's do this. Let's do process of elimination. So I'm taking Tua out first. Correct. Course. I'm taking Lawrence out. Correct. Now, why not golf? I mean, look at the Lions. Doors open, isn't it? It is. Okay, they'll be. They might take a step back and win, but they'll be in the playoffs next year. Agreed. They and- love him there too. There's something. There is value to the fact that that city loves him and that team loves him. I think he gets paid. I'm just saying, reset the market. I was talking north of fifty. I don't think he gets that. I'm taking Dak out. Sorry. So now it's golf and love. I think it's Dak. Oh I'm sticking my with God. Dak. Okay, I'm going Jared Goff. How about that? Jared Goff. If they're smart, they'll lock him up this summer. Go, Jared. You had a good year. Yep. It's one year. But we're willing to commit to you now if you're willing to commit to us. $43 million. I mean, I, mean I, I just I can't continue to pay that money to Dak Prescott for first-round exits. I can't do it. Come on, man. So he cannot be tagged. I understand. That was part of the last deal. No tag. So you're telling me you're not going to extend him. He has a great year for you, and he goes, see you later. And gives you the middle finger salute. Yeah, How many years are you going to roll it back and, and keep losing? I mean, you like the success of getting into the playoffs. The lights are on how at Jerry World. How are you replacing him? Just saying. I mean, you're Jerry Jones. This big maverick is supposed to roll out in these big moves. Where's his big moves lately, Cap? Where's the big moves? Where are the big swings? He doesn't have any. The last big one was Ezekiel Elliott, and that was a disaster. He didn't have any. I mean, it's, this is all bluster, as I've told you. This is more of a marketing scheme than an actual football team. The Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are running a Ponzi scheme. Seriously. I told Jack, one of our producers, I said, that'd be a great class at Mizzou. You take the class Dallas Cowboys. It's all marketing. That's all it is. Smoke and mirrors. Charlie. All right. Uh, the Athletic wrote about potential 49ers defensive coordinator replacements after Kyle Shanahan kind of bust, big-time bust-toss Steve Wilkes by firing him after they lost in the Super Bowl. I don't recall Steve Wilkes saying he would like the ball to start overtime, but that's a different point. Oh, the 49, Two of the candidates they listed. My brother. Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick. Who would you rather have for your defensive coordinator right now? These are two guys they mentioned. Pete Carroll or Bill Belichick? Who would I rather have as my DC? Wow. The temperament of Belichick for today's players is better in the DC room than as a head coach. You want to know why he wasn't hired? Why they went with Radio Raheem uh, Morris instead of Belichick? It's because times have changed, man. 
the old gruff uh, head coach in the NFL. Just look through it. There might be some tough guys, but none like Belichick. I think his time has passed. It has. Think about it. In the D.C. room, this is my unit. All right, guys, this is what we're going to do. I think that resonates more with a smaller unit than a whole football team. Now, nowadays. I do. Because otherwise, how is it he had one opportunity, one job? It's Bill Belichick. Whatever you think. One job? I think people do not like his temperament in the room. They do not. They love Pete Carroll. He's yeah, player's coach. young at heart. Um, he was a good D.C. in his day. I take either one. I, I couldn't make a pick. I don't care. It's interesting because if, if you are Kyle Shanahan, you are between the guy you played for years in Seattle and the guy you blew a 28-3 lead to in the Super Bowl. That's a rock and a hard place. All I, all I know is that I'd rather have Bill in that spot. I know he would not take it because he feels like he still could be a head coach today. He would not take a step back just to get back in the NFL. If my choice, I'd have Belichick. All right, can you sneak in one more, sir? Yeah, let's do it. So the NFL films, every time they uh, – after every Super Bowl, these clips keep kind of leaking out throughout the week following. One of the recent ones was – it was that big fumble the 49ers had. George Kittle – shoves George Karloftis and he goes hi George and then the George Karloftis grabs the fumble right from underneath his feet because George Kittle is just trying to be funny for the camera which is cool bad luck which is well, yeah which is cool uh this was uh the around this is what uh, uh you the NFL film stuff yeah that's such a great contrast hey, between hey George George Kittle had a chance <laughs> Hi, George. It was funny, too, because <laughs> it was like a half a second before the ball was right there. Yes. And Carl Loftus got it. Hi, George. Hi, George. George hey, George. <laughs> well, there you have it. Super funny. And that is around the NFL right here on Cap and J-Hood. Coming up, the latest from the Bears. Bears make some moves. What else is happening at House Hall? We'll get the latest from someone who would know. Her name is Courtney Cronin. She's next.